Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the newest episode of The Table with Nisha Nicole. And Christopher Dallas. Hey, Chris, how's it going? What's popping? How we doing? I'm doing great. But before we get into all that, let's start with the intro. So welcome to The Table with Nisha Nicole and Christopher Dallas. Here at The Table, we have open discussions on life, love, dating, relationships, and of course, sex. Hmm. Our goal is to do so in a way that is fun and uplifting and brings about learning and healing in our relationships as opposed to the division and dissent that we often see. Awesome, 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 guys. Nisha, Nicole, and I have known each other for about 20 years. We wanted to bring you guys inside of our friendship. You know, we've both been through individually every aspect of being single, married, divorced. We wanted to bring our perspectives on all of that. And with that being said, let me tell you guys how the show is set up. About 30 minutes into the show, we'll set up our show topic of the day. And today's show topics are about the, um, the emotions of a woman who is seeing and in a relationship with a married man. We'll speak with her a little bit later. We have a guest for you to, for you guys today. Ooh. 15 minutes into the show, right? 15 minutes into the show, we'll talk about the buzz, which is something we see in pop culture. Today, we have a showdown with the AKA infamous man, Kevin Samuel. So we're gonna discuss one thing that he brought up <laughs> directly on one of his podcasts. But we start off each and every podcast episode with the Monday morning report. And Nisha Nicole, normally you go first, but you know what? I'm going to take the reins and go first for today. How you feel about that? Yay! Go ahead. Yeah. Go with it. Please. I didn't expect you to be that, that, that excited about me going first. Go by all means. Sir. So I got a two-parter. I got a two-parter. I got a, I, you know, I got the quota that we're talking about. The quota that I'm going to be able to establish for the rest of this year is that I'm supposed to go out on, this is my own quota that I came up with on my own. A, a dating going, quota? A dating quota. I'm going to go out on at least one new date per month the rest of this year. Now, if something turns into something with one of those dates, then fantastic. If nothing turns up, then I'm still going to go on a new one. And since my Monday morning re report looks like it's the demise of the woman that I went out with a couple of times and dropped all the $275 on, it doesn't look like it's going anything forward. I haven't heard from her. She hasn't heard from me. I haven't reached out. She hasn't reached out. That looks like it's pretty much dead in the water. That means, Nisha Nicole, I need to be able to get back on my horse and find another date, and I'm going to have to find it online, which brings me to a problem that I can't solve yet. Are you ready okay, for this problem? Okay, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Hopefully, I can help damn you with your problem. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. I know that to be able to find a woman online with my vast experience of meeting people online, I need to put up some profile pictures. Right now, I don't have any up. Uh, right. duh. I know, I know, I know, but I've seen some women that I'm interested in, but here's the conundrum. If I put pictures up of myself on there, then I get overrun with, as you well know, um, all the rest of the people that I don't feel like weeding through. It's not because I'm so great because that's just how the dating websites work. <laughs> so if I put those up, then I got to weed through all the rest of those, but that's not really the issue. It's not just the time that it takes to be able to weed through people that I'm not interested in. Right. Is that I don't really want to go back out to old Christopher Dallas where I just start randomly smashing women. I'm scared if I put up my profile pictures, somebody will hit me up that may not be girlfriend material, that may not be somebody I'm interested in a long-term relationship, but may not be something I can resist when it comes to, hey, you need to come get this ass. And I'm like, oh man. Okay. That's what I'm, that's, that's you know, I'm, I'm hoping old Christopher Dallas is dead, but it, we're about to find out because I'm going to have to do it because I got to meet my quota. That's okay. my half of this situation. What do you think? So the first half, I was like, wham, wham, wham. Okay, right, right, right. we all deal with that, okay? Right, right, right. 
I mean, that's just a part of it. Like I said, it's a numbers game. Right. The sales funnel, or in this case, the dating funnel. So you start with big numbers and hopefully you whittle it down. The second part is basically yeah. you don't trust yourself. I don't. And your male hormones. That's correct. It's hard. It's difficult. It's hard enough. It's hard. It's, sexual <laughs> stuff. it's hard enough. It's it's difficult enough for me to be able to resist when I'm scrolling through. And this is just Facebook data that we talked about. This is one of the worst dating apps, sites, whatever that is out there, in my opinion. But okay. it's hard enough for me to be able to scroll through and see women like, oh, she's not girlfriend material, but I know I can hit that. But let me just go ahead and keep scrolling. That's difficult enough. So if how do you wanna... scroll and look at someone's profile and say they're not girlfriend material? How do you know that? That's a great question. And I was scared you're going to be able to ask me that question. But it's a great question. Um, I know just through my own dating experience through all of those years that even if they're not advertising, obviously if they're advertising, they got heavy cleavage and showing their ass or whatever, that's one thing. But I know that there's a certain look of a certain woman that just would, I know that, not that they also appeal to me, but I would appeal to them just in my years of experience. I don't know if I can fully explain it enough. Yeah, because right now you're not really explaining it. I'm, I'm not understanding. I know that there are a, a certain age range, education range, educational. I can tell by the way you write your profile that somebody like me, somebody with an intellectual background, somebody with a educational background, with a, a somebody with the type of charisma that I might bring to the table, you, somebody out there might find themselves being like, hey, I may not be the right woman for you right now. I may not be your long-term goal, but you need to hit this. And I know that's out there because I've experienced that. And I don't know if I can run from that fast enough. Chris Rock said, you know, we can run. We, we're okay when it doesn't chase us. When it chases us, we can't run that fast. Oh, you sound so male elitist right now. I, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be the new person that I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to be. Okay. But until I'm actually okay. faced with that situation, I can do great in a pandemic and just sit in my house and say, I'm not going out and doing anything like that. Mm -hmm. But some woman, hey, just a couple of weeks ago, three, four weeks ago, we were talking about a married woman that flirted with me in a bar. And the next thing yeah. you know, I'm just in exchange of phone numbers with her and like panting about it. So it's one thing to be able to talk about it on a podcast. It's another thing when a woman is right there in your face being like, nah, bruh, right. are you seeing anybody? No. It's the you difference got any reason between... you can't hit this? No. Well, then let's go. Sorry. It's the difference between theory yeah. and reality. Accurate. In your mind, you're this new person. Right. Who is emotionally intelligent enough to be able to turn down a random hookup. Yes. In actuality. Right you might not be able to do that. That's correct. There's okay. some woman out there it. who's going to be like, bro, I'm, I'm glad that you're a brand new person. I'm glad that you are just turning yourself <laughs> around and you broadcast that to everybody on this podcast. Bravo. Oh, are you coming yeah. over tomorrow, tomorrow at 8 p.m. or not? Uh, yes, check the box. Check the box, Mark. Yes. Okay, so, I, I, I completely understand that's where your conundrum. That's where I However, am. However, yes. I feel like you have to put yourself out there. And that's what the I'm going to do. The only way to know that if you are a new change man is to right. actually test the theory. Right, 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 right. And for everybody else who still didn't understand that first part of that, if you haven't been on these dating sites, you will be inundated, especially in larger metropolitan areas, inundated with people who are trying to be able to get your attention. And a lot of the people you may not be interested in 
will still flood your inbox with requests to be able to meet, talk, chat, so forth, whatever. And, uh, you know, that's no small thing, even though I know you were about to say, wah, wah, wah. It's still no small Ooh. thing. I know, I know, I know, yeah. I know. But imagine the people who are listening to this who haven't been on those type of websites, who haven't been out there doing online dating. They aren't sure what they, they don't know what they're getting into. Yeah. So buckle, buckle up if you haven't been on one before. It's a lot. Yeah. It is a lot. It, it can be overwhelming. And I find it helpful to sometimes take a break, step away from it, right. and then go, dive back in to give it just a little freshness or newness to it. So, right. So, my Monday morning report was nothing happening with the lady that I went out with twice. And I'm back to square one, but I'm nervous about putting my up my actual profile pictures on this app so i'm gonna give you a deadline to put up your you need to put up your profile pictures by tomorrow eod as they say in the business tomorrow in the day tomorrow it's not that hard all you have to do is choose some pics and upload it it's it's really not that it's not that hard another hard reference on the sexual podcast show okay actually our relation our podcast is more than just about sex okay so yeah relationships right (laughs) dating sex so it's hard. My, it is hard. That's what right. she said. Right. Um, so my Monday morning report is I feel like you in a sense, which I have pictures up. I have a full profile up. It's just, oh, I'm so drained by this process. Yeah. It's it's because I went into it like, let's just have fun. I'm waiting for the fun to begin because I'm not when having does fun. The fun right start. Now. Yes. <laughs> Like that TikTok, let's skip to the good part. Like, yes, I'm trying to get to the good part and I'm not getting there. I'm getting a bunch of one-off conversations. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. I think I got hit up by a scammer. What? <laughs> Going back to one of our earlier episodes, scammers do exist. What happened? Yeah, yeah you did not tell me this. We haven't talked I about did. this online, offline, before the show. What? The spill it. So I'm, I'm chatting with this guy. Uh, he's cute, attractive. He looks like he could be um, of African descent, maybe Nigerian. I don't know. He's very attractive anyway. So we're messaging back and forth on Tinder. And, you know, I, I haven't shared this with the audience, but I had COVID a couple of weeks ago or last week, actually. You feeling better? I am feeling better. Thank you. Um, and so I he knew this. So he would check on me every few days. How are you feeling? Are you doing better? um all all of this stuff right and so finally I was like well would you like to exchange numbers and he says yes so up until this point I'm thinking we're just having regular conversation sure and then when we exchanged numbers number one there was a couple of odd things that I didn't pay attention to because I oftentimes I have it set to where I'm only choosing local people but every now and then people from other states get in and I think or, it's because they are the countries is he contacting you from Nigeria I'm sorry no if I missed no that. no 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 because his profile says that he's in New York okay okay but the distance was showing that he's close by which is not that irregular it happens right got you then when he texts me, I look up the area code and it's like a Minnesota number. So I was like, okay. And then some of his wording was just a little awkward. Like American mm. men don't say dear and things like this. And then he started coming on really strong. I want to get to know your soul. I'm like, who talks like that? Right, right, right. Red and flag. then 
And then he kept making excuses for calling. He said, I, my phone is about to die, so I can't call you right now. Um, so I can just text. And when he said that, and then with the, the locations, and I was like, hmm, yeah, I don't think this is real. Right, right. Have you confronted him with this, that you don't think that it's real? I haven't, because I, I have, he hasn't reached out to me in a couple of days, which is fine. Um, so I was wondering, I said, should I just play into this and, and start asking, like, where are you from? Yes. Uh, where, where do you live? Just, yes. just dig deep, because I want to know what the scam is, first of I all. I want to know what the scam is, too. Our audience wants to know what the scam is. <laughs> Tell them you have a podcast that you need to be able to come up with things to be able to talk about sometimes, and that, this can help. Bruv, you need to come on. Talk about it. Come on. Let's. So maybe I should reach out to him today. Hey, how you doing? I'm going to give okay. you a deadline by the end of day tomorrow oh, God. to be able to reach out to this guy and find out exactly exactly what he's into and then on the next monday morning report we're bringing him on but do i really have time to deal with scammers and and play play games with scammers? no of course not of course not of course not because <laughs> that's the um, other part i was like this is so annoying like, it is annoying of it all annoying. the things you have to deal with in the dating world now we right. have to how to weed through scammers too like, right right of on. course right right but right. outside of this um this catfish potential guy yeah it's just been a lot of conversations. Like I was talking back and forth with one guy and he was like, oh, I can't wait for you to get over COVID so we can go out. And, and then he just kind of falls off. So I guess he found someone to go out with immediately. And those things, it's not hurtful. It's just like, dang, I thought we were trying to get to know each other, which I call yeah. it dating ADD because yeah. there are so many options now. Accurate. You have you have so much swiping potential. Who has time to really focus on one person, especially if the person isn't available yet? So right. And I find myself having dating ADD as well. Like sure. So I'll I'll keep trying though. Understood. Okay. Understood. Understood. And I'm mostly joking about the scammer. I mean, you know, if it turns I out know. to be something interesting, we could talk about sure. But you know, nobody has time to be able to put up no. with complete bullshit right. when it comes to people trying to scam you online or some dating site. No, right. So I'm, and it, yeah. And then, you know, once, once he started with the, I, I can't call, yeah. I can only text thing. Then I started thinking, I said, wait a minute. And I started going back through the conversations and the pictures. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know about this. You know, I had a conversation with a, a male friend of mine who's also doing some uh, online dating. And, and he and I both agree that the number one complaint that we hear when we actually meet somebody in person, the woman is always saying, you know, I'm so refreshing that you were actually a real person who really wanted to meet and not just chat forever or drop off the face of the earth. I don't know what the reason is, but there are tons of guys who do exactly what you said, uh, just chat one off and then disappear. And then, you know, but if I'm in a chat with you and I'm trying to turn this into something, I want to go on the date. I want to see who you are, even if I'm just trying to hit. I, I don't want to just chat on here forever. So right. And I, you have my sympathies for all of the, yeah, the one-off, I, one-offs. I, I don't know what that is. Like I said, I just think it's dating ADD. Right. And there's so many options. Who has time to, to waste, quote unquote? Um, and me and you had a conversation offline and you were saying you can only imagine the, the number of good women you've passed up on just for that reason. Oh, yeah, but we're talking about actual dates, not just chatting on, on online yeah, on the but, app on the website, but actually going out on dates. Yeah, when I was going out on so many dates, I guarantee you I missed out on a good half dozen, if not more, women who would have been some good for me in some capacity, but I was just dating so many women at the time that I missed out. Absolutely. Yeah, 
Yeah. So ladies, gentlemen, you know, just don't give up. That's all I can say. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give and up. And hopefully, hopefully this pandemic thing will start tapering off and we can yeah. actually get out in public and feel safe about it to yeah, be able be cool. to meet people in person again. Because the way Amarion, this Amarion variant is Amarion just, uh, is dancing. not the name of the variant. Ladies okay, and I know. It's Omicron. I know, I know. Okay, that is okay. funny. That is funny. <laughs> Marion. But touch. exactly. Touch. <laughs> it's touching everybody, even right. me. So okay. So I think and we I can wanna fight you. Sorry. Well, go ahead. Something's <laughs> wrong with you. I yes, several you. things are wrong with me. Let's move on to the buzz. Okay. So the buzz this week. I just want to let everyone know that this person we made a conscious decision spill it before starting this podcast that we would not talk about this man however this last clip from the one and only he who needs no introduction uh kevin samuels is just so outlandish that we just had to to bring this one up so um you have anything to add to that before I play no. the clip? Roll it. Okay, hold on. Let me let me pull this up. When I mean dates, I mean nighttime dates. Ladies, if you don't want the if you don't want sex to be on the table, then don't go out after dark. If you go out after five p.m. with a man, sex should be on the menu. If you want to keep it strictly platonic. Date between the hours of 12 and 3. So, ladies, if we're dating after dark, sex should be on the menu. We should be dating between the hours of 12 and 3. So now I have to take PTO time to, to, to go on a date? <laughs> right, right. <Pay> <laughs> like, are, do right. I, are you kidding me? You know, there's so many several things that are wrong. There's, there's some things that are jokingly hilarious about it, like on a superficial level. Then there's a then there's a deeper, sinister element to this that I really, really don't like. So let's take it on the joke level at first, and then we'll get a little bit deeper because I don't want to do that in reverse order. Yes, yeah, so right? let's start with the light. The light stuff is, come on, son. If if <laughs> if it's 5 p.m. in June and I go out on a date that lasts till 8, it's still daylight outside, and uh, I don't think that that counts as a nighttime date, right? Right. Right. The okay. joke time is I personally have had plenty of lunchtime dates that ended up being smashing by that afternoon. First dates where I definitely have said to the woman, all right, we're going to get the check from here. We're going to go back <laughs> to my place and have sex. And then after that, we're going to go to that other bar that you said you haven't been to before. And then after that, we're going to come back to my place again and have sex one more time. And then I'm going to bring you back to your parking lot, to, the, to your car, which you can leave right here in this parking lot. We're going to get in my car as soon as I get the check from the waitress in three, two, one. That has been a real life thing from a lunchtime date. So it doesn't really matter if you start off at lunch, if you start up at five, if you start up at 8 p.m. It doesn't matter. If you're feeling somebody, it's going to go there. If you're not, it's not. I mean, just like we were just saying, there's a, a certain part that we know we have to deal with with, with online dating. The Any numbers, dating. the yes. So I'm starting online dating first because that's what we were talking about. Okay, okay. You know, there are just certain parts that are just annoying or whatever that we just have to deal with. Just like with dating, there are just certain things that as adults, 
people use our cognitive skills, men included, that you just have to deal with. Like knowing that just because you take someone out on a date, that does not entitle you to that person's body, whether it's daytime or nighttime. Like how freaking ridiculous is this? Bingo. Like, because it's nighttime, a man can't control himself for wanting sex, and you think that it's on the menu because because it's nighttime. Like, because it's, it's nighttime. fucking ridiculous. That is that is ridiculous. And 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 thank you for saying that because I want to make sure that the men who get maybe excited about Kevin Samuels saying this, the men who get excited about this, get brought back down to earth by saying, okay, of course we men guys are thinking way more about sex as a, in general. On, on the first date, on the second date, than the woman is. We're sizing you up. But if you're past the age of 18 as a woman, you already know this about guys. And it doesn't matter, again, what time of the day it is that we're thinking about sex. So I hate that he makes men look like, like you said, the uncontrollable savages to where like, okay, now that it's late at night, I get to have my way, right? Or it should at least be on the table, right? No, it is not. Right. It's, it, and, and it's just... Most of the dates that I've gone on have been at night and I can only think of a few instances and it's usually more rare than not where a guy may ask me to go back to his place or something like that to where I understand what the question is without him asking the question. Okay. But that that's that's the exception. That's not the rule. Most guys, it's a hug at the end of the night, possibly a kiss. And then it's part ways or we, you know, we're planning the next date or not. Absolutely. And that's okay. So for him to make this blanket statement like that, it makes it seem like all men are just pigs. And like you said, the thought of sex is probably always going to be there if a man is attracted to you. Absolutely. However, if he's smart enough, he can feed off her cues and say, you know, this woman is looking for something more than just a physical interaction. Right. And depending on why the man is dating you know he should be looking for more than that also unless it's you know unless that's what he's looking for which that kind of should be known up front in some capacity it should be it should be you're right you're right the 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 reason that we're on this date should be identified. If I'm just here, if I'm just on this website or if I'm just on the site if I just met you at a cookout a a, a, a networking event wherever I met you Uh, I should be able to communicate in the early stages, maybe even before we go out of what my intentions are. And I don't need to say this so formally or so statically. I just, you know, it needs to be, like you said, picking up off the cues or or within the general conversation. And like you said, most first and second days that I've been on end with a handshake, a hug, maybe a small kiss, definitely with plans for the future. That's about it. I'm not thinking about whether or not sex is on the table because it's nighttime outside. Oh, it's nighttime. So, yeah. oh, and look at that dress she got on. It's hugging right. her ass. I know I'm about to smash. No, no. So no. those things have definitely been on my mind throughout the course of a date. Right. But here's where it gets to be a little bit more dark. Here's where it gets to be a little bit more dark and where I'm really a little bit more disturbed by this. This goes back to our male patriarchal society where the idea that a woman would be owes the man something because of the time of day or because of the circumstances or because of whatever a woman should be able to say stop no i'm not feeling this at any point that includes if you're coming back to my room at two in the morning that includes if you're coming back to my place at 11 uh 11 p.m that includes if we're in the process of taking off each other's clothes if at any point a woman feels like no this is outside my comfort level 
that means stop right there. And what I'm yes. afraid of is messages like this encourage guys to be able to think that there is something owed to them, whether it's the transaction of the actual exactly. uh, the finances behind the date that we're going on right now, whether or not I'm paying for this money or whether or not it's, it's the time of day, whatever it is, women are not sexual objects for men to be able to prey upon with the time of the day or the circumstances behind it. Women, women always have the option to be able to say no at any point. Exactly. And guys, if you are looking for a woman of the night, okay. <laughs> then okay. just go get that. If, Meaning, if I'm looking for hookers, go get hookers. Exactly. If you want a hooker, just go get a hooker. Right. Stop trying to put these, these, this pressure on women and the thing, and the, and like you were saying, the most damaging part of this these type of statements, especially from someone who has a large following, almost a cult-like following yes, in, yes. in some instances, is that to me, it continues to perpetuate rape culture. And even Boom. though I hate the term toxic masculinity, the reason that is a term because, because of statements like this, which men say that make women almost feel bad about just going on a date at night like it it they don't understand that when they say things like this there is some woman out there listening like yeah you know i i should be more conscious of the time of day i go on dates my like, goodness did no. you mention you saw that in the comments right that somebody yeah, commented that. I, I saw yeah. some women saying you know i understand what he's saying like how how you've never been on a date at night that didn't end in sex or with didn't end in a guy even asking you or pressuring you like no that's not acceptable a date is should be for the purpose of getting to know the other that's person and it. deciding if you want to move forward in the that's dating it. process that's now it. whether that dating process for you is sex or whether it's a relationship or whether whatever your dating process is that is what dating is for dating is not for you to exchange a meal for sex Right, right. That is not what right, dating is for. And right. if you're a man and you think that, then I'm sorry, you need to reframe your thinking. Or right. maybe you shouldn't be dating. Right, right. So. And unfortunately, I don't know if this is going to change in our lifetimes. You know, I talk all the time about the optimism that I have for our world, our planet, our culture. I, I don't know if we're ever going to be able to, we've made tons of advancement in our lifetimes, Nisha Nicole, when it comes to uh, women empowerment, we have tons of, uh, of advances when it comes to recognizing the Me Too movement, tons of advances when it comes to women getting a lot more say in terms of what goes on in the finances and the operations behind the whole dating capacities. But yeah. I still don't know if there aren't enough men out there, because there are too many men who will be excited by a message like this, if there are enough men out there to recognize why this is so damaging, why a statement like this is so toxic, if you will, to our overall dating culture to say that, hey, you you might need to think about having a date with me if it's late at night, because then I would be able to be inclined to lean on you a little bit more for sex if it's late at night. And whether or not that late at night starts at 8 p.m., 11 p.m., 2 in the morning, whenever it is. No, I don't have the capacity to lean on you for sex for anything. You want to have sex with me? Great. But not because I paid for this meal or because if it was late at night. That, right. that dangerous operation, I don't know if we get out of that. I don't know if we break that cycle in our lifetimes. I don't know. It's so, so ingrained in our culture. I, I am going to be optimistic in this one. Uh, you're, now you're the optimist. I'm the optimist this time just what? because I feel like the internet has gave, given voice 
to mm. the underbelly of our culture. Okay. Not saying that 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 ideology hasn't been there, but I do feel like it's shifting. And like I said, most dates that I've gone on have been the opposite of this. Even yes. if they were thinking it, they did not press me or act on it. So I'm optimistic that more men are realizing or understanding that the nuances of dating and understanding that that they are not entitled to a woman's body. However, when it comes to online, the most polarizing opinions will always make the most noise. So it sounds more popular than it probably actually is. I I hope that you're correct. I think that you are correct. And I think that if if it is, it is still a clever marketing tool to be able to come up with this. Again, I remember there was a guy who um, kicked a woman out of his house because she didn't look like what she presented herself to be um, in person, online, on Instagram. And I remember thinking (laughs) he could have done that uh, in a more subtle way, but how many ways can you get more likes and be to be talked about throughout all of pop culture if you do it this way? And this could be another incident of that, like saying something explosive right. just to get to be able to be the people to be able to talk about it. And if there's a minority of people who agree with you, then ah, so what? I still think it's dangerous. That's such a it, slippery slope. It is slope. very dangerous. It's very dangerous. And and you know, in this day and age, people have sold their souls essentially for clicks and likes. Oh yeah, in a lot of different ways. Yeah, and and you know that's that's the downside of social social media and anybody being able to have a platform. So I don't like that part of it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that's all I have on that. I mean, we could talk about that and from now until end of day tomorrow. But uh, right, that's that's <laughs> that's all I have for now. It's it's a really really dangerous slippery slope. Um, it is. And, and I don't I don't I don't like the intonation. I don't like the tone of it. I, I don't like anything about it. That statement uh, when he said and ironically, he said sex should be on the table. So this on, on the table podcast um, is going to <laughs> debunk and denounce that statement. Thank you for, for drawing the, the parallel to that reference. It's the first thing I heard when I heard that clip, as a matter of fact, <laughs> on the table. How dare he? He's going to be on the table podcast this week because of that statement. Okay. That's accurate. <clears throat> so I think we can dead that topic and move right yeah. along to our show topic for yeah. today. So, Chris, yep. um, can you please introduce the topic and our guest? Our guest is uh, coming to us directly uh, out of the, the D.C. area here, guys. But, you know, I want to talk about the, the backstory a little bit behind it. We're talking about the bigger picture here of the emotional connections that a woman has to being involved with a married man. The things that she goes through, the things that, you know, while society may feel some type of way about her involvement with a married man, what goes on inside of her head, how her perspective is on it, is something that we wanted to be able to bring to this podcast. We're talking about sex, love, dating. Well, not everything falls into a neat, nice box to be able to say we're going out on a first date or a second date or we're leading towards marriage or whatever it is. Some things are a little bit more messy. Right. And I guess, and I, and our guest for today, and I'm sorry, Nisha Nicole, our guest for today is going to get into the emotions sometimes behind what it's like to be involved with a married man. Nisha Nicole, you have one more thing to add before we bring on Sasha? Yes, and and we understand how passionate of a topic this is, especially yes. for people who have been on the other side of, of a love triangle where you're the one being cheated on. And so before we even begin this conversation, I want to let people know, because I we do get emails sometimes, 
that when you hear us being sympathetic or understanding where she's coming from, it's because we're human and um, we and we understand Greece. that like like Christopher said, everything isn't wrapped up in a nice bow and stuff happens. Mm-hmm. And um so it's not that we're that we're saying, hey, this is what you should do, but this is what happens. Correct. So and life is I'm, not the Disney Channel. And we don't bring people on here to shame them. We only bring guests on so that we can share a diverse um experience. So without with that further being ado, said, yes, yes. Thank you for that. Thank you for that additional point. That was awesome. Um, you're welcome. With that being said, Sasha, can you hear us? I can. Hello. Hey, 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 Hi. hey. How we doing? How Hi. we doing? How we doing? Thank you again for coming on to the show. Um, we gave a little bit of the background backdrop in terms of why we wanted to be able to bring you on and how this can resonate with a larger audience. But I want to tell the audience a little bit more specifics about you, and then I'll let you have the floor. Um, being involved with uh, a married man, and and I think it's been close to a year now, if I'm if I remember your story, that you've been involved with a married man, um, yeah. and that while that relationship can be somewhat satisfying, somewhat unsatisfying. Recently, it came up as to what you guys' fantasies were, and then that made you feel some type of way in, uh, about understanding where you were in his life. And so without further ado, Sasha, I'll give you the floor for adding whatever you want to add to be able to have our audience understand your perspective. So let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. Let's, let's start. How did this, this begin? And like, how did this, this relationship begin? Okay, so uh, we met last April at an event. Okay. Um, We have a mutual hobby, which is um, a love for music. Um, So I met him at the event, we exchanged numbers and we began texting each other. Um, And through those texts, um, I asked, you know, are you in fact truly single? Well, he never answered the question. Red flag, red flag. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I actually thought that maybe he just didn't see it. Okay. Yes, I I did think that. The things we ladies tell ourselves. (laughs) We will talk ourselves out of a red flag in like 2.2 seconds. (laughs) You you may be right. You may be right. I I know because I've been there. (laughs) Um, So when we actually met in person, he told me that he is married. Mm. And that he wanted to tell me to my face okay. that he did see the text, but he wanted to tell me to my face because he wanted me to make an informed decision. Okay. Look at him being all considerate. (laughs) 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 Um, So how we saw each other at first is we went to, um, we still went to those music events. Um, Now understand Mm. we weren't there to together, if you will, air quote, um, and at those events, of course, we couldn't show any display of PDA or anything like that. Right. Um, but things progressed when um, he came over. Um, and when he came over. To your place. Uh, t- to my place. Yes. Because we obviously can't go to his place. Right. So to <laughs> my place, um, you know, things happened. Um, we had sex and it was the best sex I ever had. I don't know how wow. else to say it. I was hook, wow. line, and sinker. Right. Boom, touchdown. Boom. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> um, and I hate to say that, but it's, it's, it's the truth. Oh, I, my I mean, gosh. That's so what we're she- here for. That's what this podcast is here for, to be able to so, say touchdown. Can't, 
he came in and he was like, listen, I'm going to digmatize her. Oh, man. So that we can, <laughs> so that I can actually call her back. Right, right, right. So let me ask you this because, okay, after he told you that he was married, you guys had been chatting for how long at this point? Uh, you mean from the time I met him in April? Yeah. Last so, year? Yeah. So had y'all, y'all built the rapport before that date when he told you he was actually married? So you were kind of yeah. excited, you know, I'm just trying to, trying to get that, that feeling from you. You had already kind of built the rapport and was liking him. Yeah. So, um, and how had your dating life been going before this? No, that's a great question. Not, not well. Um, you know, I'm 46, I'm divorced. I don't have any children and it's just kind of dry out there for me. Mm-hmm. It's just like, um, I mean, he's not the only married man. I mean, I hate to say it that I met, you know, out there trying to date. Um, and I have like other options, but there, I mean, there's really no connection. It's just kind of like, you know, friends with benefits, if you will. Right. But this right. guy I had a connection with. We actually got you. have a connection. So it was really hard. I was really torn because while I understand that he's married, I'm human too. You, you no. want to say that again? I'm human too. Oh, right, right, so, right. Absolutely. And so obviously it, he's in that. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, so it was like companionship driven because honey, yeah. when you mentioned honey. the desert. <laughs> honey. Listen. Yes. <laughs> tumbleweeds out here. And yeah. it, because the connection part is, is, is really tough. Yeah. Because for me, that's, that's what I go on. Like you can look nice, we can go on nice dates or whatever. But if we don't have that mental connection, it makes right. it very tough. So, exactly. uh, regardless of 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 anything, that that is just a tough spot to be in sometimes. Especially if, and I'm not, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but if you are lonely, if you're feeling lonely, and then you get some attention from someone that you actually like, correct. And so. not to mention, he must be feeling a way too mm. because he let me in. So let now you, you into have his, his world, world. Yeah. because I don't know too many happy couples that step out of their marriage. So I'm feeling some way. Yeah. He must be feeling some way or not getting something from home. What is that? The 60-40 rule? 60-40? I know yeah, the 80-20, the, but what's the 64? 80-20, that's what okay. it's 80-20, it's the 80-20. Some type of numbers? I'm making up numbers. <laughs> right, the 80-20 where you're getting all the, everything yes. that you need, 80% of what you need, 20% of what you don't, how, you know, we use that as a barometer for how close you can actually come. What's the cutoff point, you know, for letting somebody go? So I see what you're saying. Yeah, so okay. I understand that to be true, you know, for him, at least I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, so, and bam, here we go. And now we're connected. Okay. okay. So with this connection, what is some, like your end goal? What, what is your desire for this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In terms of like us being together? Where do, yes. where do you see it going? Um, well, I, I, you know, I'm not a homeworker. Um, right. he has a family, so I don't intend to mess that up i'm not asking him to marry me well we're just we're just having fun it's just okay. fun okay 
Okay. Well, speaking of fun, the idea of uh, fantasies came up and you guys had a conversation <laughs> about it and he was asking you what's yours and you were asking him what's his. And uh, from what I understand, you take the floor and tell us what some of the fantasies <laughs> were and then how that made you feel about how that made you see your relationships. Speaking of fun. Okay. So he asked me what my fantasy was and I said, um, being with two men. Okay. I've never done that before. Um, On the bucket so, list. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping to cross it off. <laughs> so, so, so when I said this, he he said he had someone in mind, and so okay. he, he he shows me a picture of his cousin. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. He wanted it to be a family affair. Yeah. And I, like, I can only imagine what this cousin looks like the way you're laughing. He was ugly. <laughs> he was ugly. God, he was, wow. I was like, what is happening right now? Wow. And, and are you just tossing me around in your, like, what? Right. Sherry so, is not caring all the time. It's wow. not. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Wow. I was wow. so confused. Like, right. dude. So, and so, other than it being the guy being ugly, how did, was was there any other feelings that you had around him being like, yeah, I, I know somebody, my cousin. Right, right. That's that's my question because as a guy, that's kind of weird for me to throw out my cousin to be like seeing having sex with somebody that I'm seeing. I'm tossing my cousin out there. Um, I mean, after the initial shock of what. Fugliness. Ooh, ooh, he's he's fugly. Um, I honestly, I just felt, I felt, I actually felt like, okay, I'm just a piece to him. Mm. Like this is really what it is, and mm. quite honestly, it hurt my feelings. Mm. It mm. really hurt my feelings. Mm. Mm. Okay. Gotcha. So, okay, I just want to get back into your mindset. Now he asked you your fantasy. You said two men, and so he he thought he was presenting a way to help you fulfill this fantasy. Yeah. So what part of it was it that hurt your feelings? Was it because it was his a relative? I think, yeah. Or was I mean, it just it, the fact that he was willing to go through with this with you? I think it's a, a bit of both. Okay. A, it's, that's family and that's, that's just weird. That is But weird. yeah, the other right. part is that, that he would want to see me that way. Okay. That he would want to see me or share me. Right. Okay. I think it's the sharing part that gets me like, you, you're okay with that? Right, right. So that further made me think, oh yeah, right. I'm just a piece. Right. Exactly. Okay. Got it. Now, I will (laughs) say this, Sasha, that that is an actual kink for some people. What's that? um, watching a man be with their their woman, even because oh. we had a guest on the show, yes, indeed, that used to do this for married couples. So this yes. man, mm. the couples would they what, did they pay him? Or I don't they, think that I think it was paying. It, I don't no. think it was paying, but it was definitely were, arranged. Yeah, it was it was kink bucks, I guess. Yes. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but the men got off in some type of way of seeing this man. I think they called him a stud or whatever, a yeah, buck, yeah, something. Yeah. Yep. be with their w- women so it it is an actual uh kink 
So yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean that he views you that way, but it, I mean, I'm not ruling that out. I'm just wanting to put another perspective out there because that is something that some guys are into. Which, which opens it up because since I'm the, the guy here on this particular podcast, <laughs> that if, if I'm okay with my cousin hitting the woman that I'm seeing, either I'm just hooking him up or I've got some kink like what Nisha Nicole just talked about where I like the fact of watching my cousin or any man go to town on some woman that uh, I'm seeing. Like, like Nisha Nicole was just talking about. Either way, that's a, a tough situation to be in. Oh, and the other thing I thought about too is which Christopher just touched on. Since you say the cousin was so ugly, like maybe he Fugly. was thinking- get it right. Fugly, Fugly. yes. Fugly. Fugly. Um, <laughs> Maybe he was, he, maybe one, he was trying to hook the cousin up like, yeah, this dude don't never get no ass. So let me, <laughs> let me just help him out. Or two, him not wanting someone that he felt like you would be more attracted to. Ooh, I never thought about that. Good point. Never thought about I that. I never thought about that either. That's why Nisha Nicole has an award-winning podcast that we're just <laughs> happy to be a part of. <laughs> Because that's an excellent point. What if it was something you want them to hook you up with some Adonis stud male who's going to come over and you're going to be like, yeah, I'll take him and not you, kind sir. <laughs> right, right. Good point. Wow. So, awesome. so, so where things are with that? Where, where things? Where are things with that? Is that still on the table? Is that still being discussed now that the cousin is ruled out? I mean, we really haven't talked about it again. Um, I think that's something we will do in the future, but we haven't we haven't talked about it. Gotcha. 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 And then there's also the part two of the fantasy world with this particular married man, which is his fantasy, which was. Come on now. Y'all know what that is. (laughs) Two women. He wants two women. Love two women. I know. Mind blowing. Touchdown. (laughs) Touchdown and a field goal. And a field goal. You're surprised I knew that, right? Yeah, I'm, you know, with the limited sports knowledge, I'm surprised you were able to say those two words in the same sentence. So um, how do you feel about that? How does that, how does his fantasy resonate with you? Um, I mean, I've never done it before and I'm curious and I want to please him. So I'm okay. Um, but I'm a little nervous because he wants to have a spontaneous, threesome spontaneous threesome yeah and 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 i that makes me nervous because i mean i don't it's not that i need to know the person but i don't know her her health situation right 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 of course Um, course. so i'm not really sure how all that's going to play out yeah i i don't even know if that's a thing (laughs) right spontaneous threesome outside Uh, of movies and and porn (laughs) i i don't even know right if that's a thing but, you know, Chris, you're the one with the experience in that topic. So. Yeah, but 0.0% of them were spontaneous. All of them were arranged. Um, by no means is that anything that just happens because you go to a bar and you meet some woman who says, okay, I'll go back with you guys. No, uh, not I mean, whatsoever. Possibly the only scenario I could think of where that could possibly happen is if you guys actually went to a swingers or sex sure. club yeah, that's true. That's true. and you pick someone up there. But then, like you said that increase especially for something that you've never done before i could see that increasing your anxiety level because you're like okay what kind of woman just leaves a a swingers club with a couple she doesn't know and right you know and there's that safety factor for you 
Right. Bam. And now he has gone to Swingers Club before. He's he okay. so he does have experience with that. Okay. okay. I so, just don't. So um there were a couple things I heard you say, and one of them was to the to the point that you would do this for him to please him. Mm-hmm. So what about your pleasure? I know you said you were curious, but is it like a curious because I'm curious about things that I never probably would do, like bungee jumping off the side of a cliff. I'm curious, <laughs> but I won't do it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so in terms of your curiosity, is that something that would actually that you feel like would actually bring you pleasure, or is it something that would be a hundred percent for for you to please him in a sense? Well, I, I do know that my curiosity, let me be clear. My curiosity is not to perform on her. So okay. let me be clear. Okay. That's I a don't ground mind. Rule. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big time I, ground rule. Make sure you set that up before you get involved in that, but go ahead. Okay. Um, but she can, she can touch me. Um, and again, I just want to appease him, you know, and I'm curious. So I kind of feel like it's a twofer. You know, my curiosity gets satisfied and mm-hmm. then also, you know, he's happy. Okay. Sasha, I got to ask you another question. You mentioned how you felt about him potentially pawning off somebody, whether it's the fugly cousin or not on, on you. How would you feel about seeing him with this other woman, Wh- whoever it is, whether you pick her up at a swingers club or wherever? Well, I'm insecure. So mm. I, I, I don't think I really want to see that. Mm. Um, I don't share boyfriends, mm. fiancés, husbands. So I'm not really sure what my view is going to be of him. If we do go through this, how, how my perspective will change. I, I don't know. Right. I'm not sure. Right. I see that. I think that is wonderful. First of all, thank you for being able to be vulnerable enough to talk about your own insecurities. And that's one thing I want to be able to bring back to the audience, that your emotions and where you feel about all of this is, is, is tough to be able to hear with it deal with is conflicting emotions about this whole thing and conflicting emotions whether or not you're in this specific instance or in any other instance is something everybody can relate to how you feel some type of way you kind of want to feel this way about it but you know that there's there's, there's more emotions attached to it uh, than, than you want so I, I can't thank you enough for being able to be vulnerable enough to share that specific emotion about that specific instance inside of this overall relationship okay and what I wanted to say is so my original questions with asking you, was this just a curiosity or something that you wanted to do and something that was for your pleasure as well? And your last response makes me feel like it would not be pleasurable for you mm. because um, as, a, as a woman or just anybody, I can understand that insecurity. I would not want to see anyone that I'm involved with smashing as Christopher loves to say another woman like that's not going to be pleasurable for me it's not going to be comfortable for me and so at that point it's totally about the other person's pleasure and to me sex regardless of whether you're in a relationship or a situationship um, it the my partner needs to care about my pleasure as much as I care about his pleasure great point and 
if you're open and honest with him and say, you know what, I don't really want to see you with someone else that would make me uncomfortable, then I feel like that should be the end of the conversation. And I'm not going to tell you what to do because I can't, you're an adult, <clears throat> but I would just suggest that make sure that when you're doing something, it's not just to please another person, especially if you're saying this relationship is just fun. Because in this scenario, mm-hmm. it takes the fun out of it for you, I feel. Good point. Well, Sasha, am, is that, go ahead. Go ahead, Sasha. I, I just am worried that, um, yeah, if we go through with it, um, I don't see us in a committed relationship if we go through with it. I don't see that. Wait. Because I wouldn't want to be in a committed relationship with someone who wants to see me in a threesome. Okay. So. Well, define committed relationship again. He's already married. So what does the committed relationship mean to you? You mean like just the two of you? Yes. On your, in, your, in your own bubble? Yes. Right. Meaning you, you're, you're hoping that he's not seeing anybody else and that you wouldn't do that as well. You, would, you, would, you guys would just be seeing each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I understand. I understand. So is that, where does that leave things uh, for us, Sasha? How do you go forward from here? Um, well, until I meet someone else, Yeah. this is, uh, I'm seeing him, um, because out of the guys I am seeing, he's the one I like the most, Yeah. but, um, I'll be finished when I meet someone else. Right. So right, until then, right, right, right this is right, what I'm doing. Right. Right. So, right. okay. So you say you, you will be finished when you meet someone else. So me, having been in a situationship before with someone that I know was not, didn't want a relationship and was not ready for a relationship. Um, and I kind of had that idea with him. He wasn't married, but this, but still it was a daddy in relationship. And what I found is because I was so connected to him and so involved with him, it made it very difficult for me to be open to meeting other people. So it almost became impossible for me to meet someone else while I was continuing to deal with, with him. Um, do, you, do you think that that would be a problem for you? No, no, I don't because, I mean, there is someone else, you know, I have friends with benefits. I just prefer the other guy that I'm seeing him. I just prefer him. Um, And again, you know, there was someone that I liked, but um, he friend zoned me. So here I am. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. So um, that, that's what happened there. But no, I think. So you're saying that because you did like this other guy, you feel like it is possible for you to like someone else. Yes. Okay. Okay. So do you have any like, boundaries other than you meeting someone have you said like you know I won't let this go beyond two years I'm not gonna mm-hmm. you know do you have some a, a certain milestone for yourself to where you're just like I I have to set this boundary for myself so that I'm not getting in too deep with him because it sounds like there are some feelings there already well yeah there's definitely there's definitely feelings there but um it's just until I meet someone else okay just until I I find someone else that I like more or is equal to this guy. Okay. Okay. So he's and, a placeholder. <laughs> okay. 
that what you want to call it? <laughs> Touchdown. <laughs> you know, Nisha Nicole, I'm glad you brought up that last point about the feelings that are involved in making it hard to be able to see somebody else coming or being open to somebody else coming, I should say. And I forgot, I put this to the back of my mind, but I want to make sure that I emphasize this now that I also got involved with a married woman long, long time ago. And after a year that went by, I was way more emotionally attached to her than I realized on a conscious level. And so it, it was difficult to rip the bandaid off and, and walk away from it. I was able to do it, but man, it, it, it can be, I had my guard down when I was involved with that married woman, because I was thinking, it's somebody else's wife. I ain't worried about that. But uh, emotions can still be there. And it could be harder than you think to rip yourself away, Sasha, when, you know, it, the longer it goes, the harder it is to rip the Band-Aid off. That's all I was saying. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's fun mm -hmm. until it's not. Right. Right. Keyword, fun. <laughs> yeah. And then when it's not fun, it's like, <laughs> how did I end up here? Right. And how do I get out of it? Manisha Nicole, anything you want to ask to our, uh, our dear comrade Sasha here? Um, I feel like I have a question like right on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so okay, the question back to the whole fantasy thing. Okay. Let's say that you do the threesome with another woman and it goes poorly meaning you don't like the way he interacted with this other woman are you prepared for that are you prepared for your feelings on the other side of this um if it makes you feel worse after the situation than before no i'm not prepared <laughs> no, no. but okay. i heard christopher say something about ground rules oh yeah 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 yes. I, I just meant the actual limitations of what he can do, she can do, like you mentioned, she can touch you, but you know, not necessarily wanting to touch her. But I also mean ground rules in terms of making sure that they don't have any future contact. If you feel like your emotions will be better protected by knowing that this is at least a one-off or at least everything is happening in front of you and that he's not doing anything with anybody else, he's not taking this woman's information and then going to see her separately other than you. I wanna make sure that that is something you stress to both of them before you get involved, before you get started with any of this. You know, communication up front is, is, is key. And I definitely have had one threesome go completely sideways because I didn't communicate it well enough in the, in, in the opening stages of setting it all up. Does that make sense? Am I making any sense here? You are. Yes. And okay. I yeah. would even say even further, I mean, I don't have ex personal experience with this, but I have listened to other podcasts and, and especially with, with couples, um, some, some women may say, I feel uncomfortable with you kissing her because that's right. more intimate than sex and just right. thinking of running through those scenarios of things that will make you even more uncomfortable and having that discussion up front like you know no kissing no whatever no eye contact I don't know <laughs> <laughs> no eye contact <laughs> close okay. eyes I'm looking at bitch right <laughs> <laughs> Well, whatever the ground rules are, whatever, whatever it is that you can think of, anything that might make you feel uncomfortable or anything you just need, you know, needs to be stated to make sure that she knows and he knows exactly what your expectations are before and during this event. If it ever happens, I don't even know if it's still on the table. You know, we talked about the uh, two guys being on the table. You guys got anybody even in mind? You, you, you said you're hoping to be uh, 
spontaneous, that means nothing is on the table. I guess I answered my own question there. Sasha. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't we haven't talked about it again. Okay. 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 Wanisha okay. Nicole, that is that is that is that is all I have for Okay. So my final yours. thoughts is yeah. just this, Sasha. Um it it sounds like you're not fully comfortable with this. And once again, I would just say put yourself first. Mm, love because that. he has a wife he has a whole life that he can go back to but meanwhile you're you're the one that's that has to deal with your own personal feelings and your your um confidence so with all of that being said it regardless of whether it's the best sex of your life or the great connection you have to put you first because i guarantee you he's putting himself first Woo. Great point. Mike dropped. Mike dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. So. so we can move on to uh, what we're bringing to the table because I certainly can't add anything more profound than what my co-host Nisha Nicole just dropped when she dropped the mic just now. Okay, so with that being said, Christopher yeah. Dallas, yes. what are you bringing to the table this week? You know, I want to say I can bring ground rules and opportunities for threesomes, but since I'm not having any of those in the future. <laughs> we'll see about that. Right. right. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. No, right. I have faith in you. I have faith in you. Yeah. I won't put that on but you. But I do want to go back to those early stages of dating, which I talked about, I was hesitant to be able to say. I want to be able to say that what I'm bringing to the table is still the the self-fidelity, and this goes to what Sasha was saying, what, the conversation with Sasha, when Nisha Nicole was saying, put yourself first. I still want to put my own fidelity, my own ideology first. And Sasha, if you can say that you can put yourself first, then I can do the same. I'll take Nisha Nicole's advice, not just for what you was going through right now, but for what I'm about to venture into with the dating world. I can still go out there and find the fidelity to look for a girlfriend or bust and nothing in between. That's what I'm that's what I'm putting on the table is the self-fidelity, the self-concentration, the self-awareness, if you will, to be regulating myself to not go down paths like old Christopher Dallas used to do. Got it. I love it. And I have faith in you. Woo I'm glad you do. <laughs> Sasha, do you have something that you're bringing to the table this week? Um, I think I will show up for my life. Mm. Mm, I like that. Show, Show up, up for me. Yes, main character energy. Yes, main character in this film. Yes, right. <laughs> right. That's right. You are the central character. <laughs> we not we not we not being uh the, the side the side supporting cast. Say, right. right, right, right. We're not we're not being the, the funny friend, none of that. Right. Main character energy. I love it. I love it. Anything else you want to add to that? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so, for that. I'm bringing boundaries to the table. Okay. Um, just in case if I do happen to end up on one of these Kevin Samuel uh, minions <laughs> type dates, the boundaries shall be clear, sir. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> I run the show over here <laughs> and I run this body and you do not have any rights or entitlement to that. Okay. Even if it's after eight o'clock? Even if it's after 12 o'clock p.m. Okay. I mean, a.m. 
okay we can meet meet at a speakeasy and guess what (laughs) i can still go home by myself right (laughs) but even outside of just dating just even in relationships boundaries are so important because one thing i've learned is the more that i kind of um the more that I disrespect my own boundaries, the more it gives the other person a license to disrespect my boundaries as well. So we, we're holding fast to our boundaries over here. I like boundaries. Do you? I do. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but other than that, I guess this wraps up the, the podcast for this week. And if you have feedback on this show or any other topics, and if you have questions for Christopher Dallas, especially ladies, if you need a male opinion on something, please, please, I would like to get your questions. Um, So you can send those to us at askthetablepod at gmail.com. You can um, now rate us on Spotify. So please give us five stars on Spotify. And, um, Come back next week and share us with your friends. Woo-hoo. All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Just not, just not your cousin. Okay. <laughs> no cousins. What up, Bob? Bob. Okay. And, oh. and we're out. We're out.